and good evening, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I hope everyone's doing fantastic today. We just finished up a great little um, uh, Calm on Command video that we did streaming it live for everybody so you can actually buy the course. Joel's going to put that up. The course is available as of today on pre-sale. It is half the price that it will be when it's fully done. Right now, there's about 11 videos done, and they're, they get trickled out. Eventually, there'll be 20 videos done. Um, and I'll have Joel talk more about it. But uh, if you've got a dog, like we, we get dogs to be calm really, really easily. Um, we're really good at troubleshooting, um, state of mind stuff. But this dog is being a massive um, troubleshooting the troubleshooting. So we're getting really creative. And there's all different situations that we use this dog um, the, to help the dog with its state of mind. This is going to tremendously help so many, so many people. Um, again, my name is Jeff Gellman of Solid Canine Training. This is the wonderful, beautiful Joelle. And this is the What Would Jeff Do show. And we stream live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't forget for all of the people that are part of the Heartbeat community, tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., we have our wonderful Q&A, which is face-to-face -face on Zoom. So it's face-to-face, voice-to-voice, answer the questions. The community, um, which Joelle will also put up the link and talk a little bit about, um, is a game changer for people's life, career, and relationships. So this is a Q&A show. People will usually type their questions on how to stop unwanted behaviors. Joelle reads them and then I answer them. Knowing that we're stopping unwanted behaviors, in order to stop an unwanted behavior, you have to apply a punisher. Now, let's also keep in mind that 95% of the work we do is reward-based and we also and we usually use food to start the dog off if it takes food. Um, but, you know, applying a punisher is a very, very precise um, um, in the moment uh, thing you do and you have to know how to do it and you stop your dog's unwanted behavior. So we're going to use the word punishment a lot. We also train with a multitude of tools and we're gonna, when we call e-collar shock collars and there's a lot of false information out there and people that are like, oh, it's terrible, it's terrible, it's terrible. You just never used one. You actually just don't know what you're talking about and I'll call you on it. So let's jump right into the show. All right, Metal Success. Good evening. Good to see you, Jeff. Continued hey. prayers for your family. Thank Please you. Please do take care of yourself. Thank you. Um, Sawblade Entertainment, 11 month blue healer mix is starting to surprise me by reading my mind, like going into the crate without being asked mm. to because mm. you know them going upstairs and other tasks. Mm. Yeah, today during the congratulations, that means you're doing a good job That's with your good. repetitions and all of your sticking to a, a nice structured um, home life. And you're also starting to build a really great connection with your dog. You know, it's funny today when we did our um, our little video on the calm uh, on command, we we're using this high, high, high drive Malinois. I'm highly anxious as well, drivey. Um, and we go over the goal that we do is we don't micromanage these dogs. We get to the point where you're actually, the dog just knows how to make the right decision. It looks like you're starting to achieve that. So congratulations. Avi said, hey, nice to have you back. Hey, Avi, thanks. Great to be back. Cheryl says, hey, dog peeps. Hey, Cheryl. Hey, how are you? Joyful Canine. Hey, Cheryl and dog peeps. Friday therapy time, LOL. Yep, awesome. Snuggle Buns says, hey, everyone. Hey, Snuggle Buns. Hey, Snuggle Buns. Devin, what's a good procedure for when a correction makes the dog more intense yep, when yep. it's showing aggression? Yep, so you absolutely can ramp your dog up. Like, without... Even with even without correcting, this is what the interesting thing is. People are like, corrections ramp the dog up. And I'm like, doing nothing ramps the dog up. Using a food reward can ramp the dog up. Using a tug toy can ramp the dog up. So you need to find the punisher that stops the unwanted behavior. Also, sometimes it gets messy before it actually works. 
So there's like, this is where the troubleshooting would come in. Um, but so something like that is you'd have to, you don't have to do a one-on-one. I'd recommend doing a one-on-one with me, but what do you do? In general terms, you've got to find another punisher. So the dog, let's say, explodes and you correct the dog on the remote collar or a leash pop. The dog gets ramped up. Well, a dominant dog collar is a good tool for that. Sometimes squirt bottles are good tools for that. The bonker could be a good tool for over arousal. There's, um, there's so many different things you need to do. And then that's where the troubleshooting factor comes in. Next. Ryan says, hey guys, Jeff, so sorry about your dad praying for you. How's Angelo doing with everything? He's doing great. He's this calm, um, calm in the storm person. He's really in tune. In fact, Joel was mentioning it, um, uh, how in tune he is with people's emotions. So he was great um, to fly out there with. We just came back this morning. We took our overnight flight last night. And um, in fact, when I was in the hospital with my heart issues, um, Joelle and Angela were sitting on the kitchen table. Joelle just told me this today, and, and Angela just looks right over to her, and she, she, he says, Joelle, everything will be okay. <laughs> he can tell, you can just tell. Yeah. He can just tell. Like, Joelle was not saying everything's not okay. Like, he can just no, tell. I'll just read your face. He is, he is so in tune. He's so in tune. So he was great. He was great. Um, next. Um, Allison said, welcome back, Jeff. So sorry to hear of you and your family's loss. Sending much love. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Michelle says, I was looking for your separation anxiety course, but I couldn't find it. Well, we have an old one. We're making a brand new one in January, but we have a very old one, probably maybe even 10 years old. I don't know. Um, if you type in separation anxiety in our search box. On YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's yeah, it's not, a, it's, not, it's not a course. It's just a free video. But we are making an actual extended course um, with separation anxiety showing how it's really stopped. Not this five-minute stuff that everybody's, like, you know, that talks about. You know, leave for five minutes, come back. Leave for 10 minutes, come back. It's like, no, you'll never get you'll never get to work. You'll have to quit your job. Next. Um, Metal Chicks just said, oh, I could cry. Angelo is the best. He really is. He is so great. He's so great. In fact, so if people don't know, my father died. I haven't made it really public. He was 92 years old. He had a... He had, um, uh, he had a procedure for a cancerous uh, tumor, and um, everything was fine on that end, but he just never quite recovered. He never quite recovered, and um, uh, unfortunately, he passed on um, uh, Monday night. Monday was a Monday night. I think Monday night. It was Sunday. Sunday night. He passed on Sunday night, and I was out in California, and Angela and I flew out there, and we, we unfortunately, our plane came in later than... He can um, stay alive, but um, he was a good man. He's a good man. And a lot of you have seen, like the last time I was out there, you saw him on the BOSU ball at the gym. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that's how bad things went, went, went downhill, went downhill. So, but uh, it was an interesting week. Interesting week. Next. Um, Ryan said, damn, Angela really does have that maturity in many areas. Good work. Yeah. He's very emotionally mature. Yeah. In in incredibly. We'll put it this way, I would put him up against most of these, the youth out there that we see like parading through the streets and yelling and screaming and holding up, you know, placards and, and, and you know, do, you know, anti this, pro this. He's way more emotionally um, intelligent than all these folks. Next. Jeannie says, you're messing with us. Looks like you've changed seats. Did we? No. 
No, this is how we always. This did. is how we always did it. Even when me and Courtney podcast, I'm always in this. Yeah, seat. yeah, I'm always, I'm always in this seat because I'm always leaning forward so Joel can get behind me. Yep. Um. Joyful canine, I typically have a pay-as-you-go structure. 90% of clients ask for that versus packages. I'm having an issue recently with clients only needing two to four sessions and then saying everything is amazing. Unsure to encourage a package, especially puppies, or raise rates, or am I giving too much info too soon? Probably a little bit of everything, but I'm a big advocate of not doing one-offs, just doing um, packages. So do four or five, and that's what they get. And this is the price. And this is the price. Helps you also with scheduling as well. Next. Um, Devin said, I'm sorry, Jeff. Lots of love for you. Thank brother. you. Thank you. Um, Kim said, you guys are so amazing with the commitment you give to your business. Because of the community you started, I met Kristen, who also lives very close to me in Virginia. Awesome. And we're doing a meetup with our dog. Awesome. Awesome. So awesome. Feel the work with like-minded. That's, that's so great. That's, that's, great. So, that's really, really great. Love it. I was like, why we started the community. Yeah. Yeah. The community is going to keep growing and growing and growing and growing. And um, right now you cannot join. It's close. We open it up and then we close it. So it'll be open January 1st to, to um, join. And if you're hesitating, like the price is going to keep going up and up and up and up in the community because the value of that per year is, you know, in the thousands, just what you learn from it. Um, um, and all of our courses are going to be going up too. Um, so it's the kind of thing where if you're thinking about getting this uh, Calm on Command course, right now it's it's at half off what it's going to be just immediately, but it's about a third off. I'm sorry, two-thirds off what it's eventually going to be. Can you talk about the um, Calm on Command and put a link up? I put the link up. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, it's our new troubleshooting course with Cade, the Mal, who's just... Mm. He's a fully trained dog, but his state of mind is just not good. Right. He's fully trained. He comes from the sport world, which is fine. I mean, that that's that stays with him. He doesn't lose that. But he needs to understand how to be a family pet now as well. So they move from another country, different life circumstances. You know, people's lives change. And um, so uh, now he needs to learn how to be a family pet. But he's, so, he's wired so high. And he doesn't need more exercise. Of course, he needs exercise. But he needs to be, his state of mind needs to be worked on. Um, as well as a lot of other things. Next. Um, Paula says, how to correct a six-month-old GSD sitting in a cafe, laying next to me on lead. Other dogs around, no issue. Another puppy approaches on lead, and she loses it. Bark, growl, lunge. Well, you'd have to correct it. So that's why we don't let pet dogs come up to our dogs in public, you know, um, because a lot of dogs don't like puppy energy, number one. Also, a lot of dogs don't like dogs in their space. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't make a difference if the other dog is friendly. Does it, none, of, like, none of that stuff matters. But to stop it, if you have a remote collar on your dog, you can say no and you can correct it. That's assuming the dog understands like the language of a remote collar. Um, uh, so chances are there was a sign beforehand. Your dog was probably loading a little bit. So you've got a couple of options. You can correct at the loading stage, but, but you still got to stop that little puppy from coming up. You know, so just, you know, tell people, you know, I... We're, we're not doing, you know, dog-dog visits here. I'm trying, you know, my dog is, you know, laying down calm, and it really is not interested in meeting your dog. Next. It's weird when I podcast with Courtney, no one says next. We just, like, collectively answer the questions. Would you like to start doing that here? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. It's just interesting because someone brought it up. They're like, I haven't heard the word next. I'm like, you're right. We don't say it. Mm. 
Okay. Hmm. Should I stop saying it? No. Avi says Angelo is a cut above. He's amazing. Mm. He really is. Um, support the pit bulls as you train service dogs. We don't do task training at all. We don't do task training, but we can get um, a dog. Well, first of all, it's an existing service dog that needs tweaking and helping with some behavioral issues. We can help, but we can also do all the public access work. We can do all the obedience work, but we can't do the task work. So, um, and then also there's, there's a logistical issue. Some dogs can't be service dogs. So an owner might have a service dog, send it to us we work with it and i'm like your dog can't be a service dog like this it's too it's too it's either fearful or if it's anxious or if it's aggressive or even reactive and it's just not built to be a service dog a lot of people get dogs they're like oh yeah i just got a three-month-old dog it's gonna be my service dog i'm like you won't know that until two years old like you're not going to know that it's that it's could be your service dog mm -hmm. so we have one of our good clients um uh um who worked for a service dog organization, a legitimate one, and the dogs were in training for two years. They were in training for two years. Mm -hmm. Next. Bully Strong said, yay, start a meetup channel on the community. I think we already have. Mm. Someone started that thread. Mm. Um, Ryan says, so our package is easier to market than individual sessions, 300 for five, six sessions. It just shows a level of commitment. Most people need more than one session. Most people have got a lot of different issues. So, and most people struggle with even the basics. So sometimes they need, you know, they need tweaking on that. Next. Metal chicks them and I loved kids. When he sees them, he does a little happy bounce walk thing and mm. house. Is that state of mind bad because he's now excited? He's very calm with kids and aware of his size. Could I be allowing a bad habit to start? You could be, but if it manifests into kid shows up, dog immediately calms down and is more passive, then no, you're not. But if it turns into your dog knocking over an older person or knocking over a child, or if it's like a two-year-old, like literally like they're not that hard to knock over, then, you know, then it could be. But then also, does it go into other parts of that dog's life? Like every time you go for a walk, dog gets all excited again i'm not against dogs getting excited but we're trying to create a state of mind here and then we're trying to get the dog to make better decisions on its own so yes i guess you've got to think through all the different events of the day that you do with your dog you pull up somewhere that you're going to be going for a walk your dog is getting excited in the car going back and forth back and forth back and forth like this like all these things eventually can probably cause problems next Devin, do you find it harder to train really small dogs versus medium to extra large? Not necessarily. Um, it's just harder on my back. You know what I mean? It's harder on your legs. It's harder on your back. Mm -hmm. But as far as their learning comprehension, no, they can learn just as well. But some of them can be fun because you just like kneel down and you stay on your knees for a while and you, and you know, and then you just like do all your reps, you can do all your reps. So, um, but no, I mean, it's a little, little, and small dogs are becoming more and more popular because our population is growing older and older and older. A lot of your um, um, deed communities, your over 55 communities, um, even retirement homes, they don't allow dogs over 20 pounds. And then also a lot of our, of our demog older demographic of folks travel more and they want to bring their dog. And a 20-pound dog can, 15-pound dog, 10-pound dog can easily fit into a little carrier that goes under your seat. So, you know, if you, some people are like, oh, I hate training small dogs. I'm like, well, 
That's fine, but you might want to think about loving it. Some are fun. Yeah. Like the O and Bo are so much fun. Yeah, yeah, they were really a lot of fun. Yeah. Kim said, we just started ours in Virginia. Nice. Awesome. 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 David Smith. Hey, guys. Enjoyed the Zoom today. Hope all is well. Awesome. Hey, yeah, David. Thank you, David. Thank yeah. yeah. We had no idea how it was going to go because we didn't know what the dog was going to do. But I think we got... Been having like breakthrough after breakthrough. Yeah. Every day I've seen him this week, I'm like, damn. Getting better damn. and better. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, no. like, Because when, when did we plan this? Not that long ago. A week ago? Mm. He was in a totally different totally different state. We're like, oh my god, it's gonna be a shit show. It's gonna be a shit show. Great. And then look at the breakthroughs. So Joyful Canyon said, What is the price increase for Common Command? I'm buying it. I don't want to miss the deal. Probably in a couple days. 24 hours, technically. Yeah. Our 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 courses are way undervalued, way underpriced. I mean, I'm pretty aware of what the pricing of quality courses are in this industry. So and then, and then not just in this industry, but in this in service industries, you know, like we are, we're a service, you know, dog training is a service. So, um, when we see it, we see it all the time. And then we also see high priced courses with not a lot of value in them. So Julie, if a dog is people friendly, can I let people approach him when out in public? He, he does or she does. Can I let people? Um, well, this is the downfall of it. Some of the most least reactive dogs I've ever worked with loved humans and whenever they saw a human they went ballistic because that means it was like oh pets so our policy you know with client dogs and with our personal dogs is when you're working which is the walk the walk is working and even if the dog's on a pee break it's still working you know it's on the clock um no approaches from dogs or people but say you're at a family picnic and your dog is safe sure why not Again, these are just our preferences because it can help eliminate a lot of unwanted behaviors. Next. Joyful Canine, when you say next, it sounds dismissive, LOL, but we are used to it and love how you actually get through all questions. I don't think it sounds dismissive. I don't think, I don't think it sounds dismissive at all. The last thing I would ever do, first of all, is be dismissive towards Joelle. Like, I would never do that. Never in my life would I be dismissive towards her. I value my ribs too much. Um but if that's why you take it, okay, that could come from personal childhood experiences, you know, or current experiences in life. Next. Ryan, sweet, makes sense. We'll start offering prepaid sessions instead of see where this goes. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, it also puts you out there as like, this is, you know, we do four sessions, we do five sessions. Some people do 10 sessions. I think that's pushing it. Um, even though you can stay absolutely busy for 10 sessions. It just just keep in mind that a lot of owners are struggling and they don't have the skill set and they 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 want your help. It also and again it shows a level of commitment. That's the biggest thing. Also, make sure you've got good time management. Make sure if you do a 60 second, 60 minute session, make sure you set your phone at 50 minutes for an alarm to go off. So then you can just tell the owner, it's like, hey, we have 10 more minutes. If there's any more questions or if you mean me to help you tweak anything, just let me, you know, let me let me know so we can work on that for the last 10 minutes. Next. Kim, my friend who knows my dog's deal walked in my house and Thumper got off of place. I gave a verbal and he got back on. She said, can I pet him? I said, no. She said, why? LOL. I said, because I said so. Seriously, I thought I was speaking to a 55-year-old child. Right. <laughs> right. That's, that, that's, a go- that's always a good answer. That's usually though. the answer. That's usually the answer that works the most effectively because I said so. Pretty it's much. Like, it's like, cause, well, number one, I don't need to give you a reason other than I said so. Like, whatever happened to no means no, ladies. Whatever happened to that, you know, seem to, that seems to be lost when it comes to dogs. Next. 
Um, Devin said, you guys use slip collars, chain martingales? We don't use chain collars. Choke chains choke dogs. It's also really hard to train with a choke, and it's very even more hard to pass it on to the owner. And you actually can cause tracheal damage. You're, you, are, you are choking your dog. Bottom line, you choke the dog, um, which we actually use a, um, a, a collar um, that does choke a dog, but it's nylon you know, the dominant dog collar, because the dogs are going after us. So we use it for very specific things. You can use it to de-arouse the dog. You can use it for your your um, leash reactive dogs. You can use it for your aggressive dogs towards people or dogs. Um, it's a ma major safety protocol to have, because you need to be able to neutralize the threat because you can't let go of the leash. Like never let, never ever let go of the leash. You always gotta hold onto that leash. Next. Snuggle Bun said, I love training my six pound Papillon. She just turned a year old. Oh, wow just as much drive to do her commands as my GSD. Yep. She can keep up with him running around the yard too. Yeah, I mean oh, yeah. I mean if you think about if you think about it also but just think about all your terriers, mm -hmm. your ratting dogs, you know, you mean your rodent dogs like Dachshunds. they're 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 fierce they're fearless dogs. Mm -hmm. they're fearless dogs next. David Smith said he was awesome, Cade. Also a great example of why 2-3 week board and trains aren't often the best option. The breakthrough comes in four to six from many I've talked to. Oh, yeah. What a great dog for your yeah. dog, fully trained, but still an asshole. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah, this dog could, would benefit from, you know, an eight week, eight week. ten week. Yeah. This dog needs has two years of intense. Oh, First of all, he's three this month. This is his three years. The, 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 the stock, like the, the, the genetic stock of this dog mm -hmm. is intense. He's bred intense. And then all the work that the owner put into for, for sport was intense. intense um and then now we want to be like well we want to turn him into a family pet so which one we, which will not take away it's and you don't break the dog that's not what you do you just educate, edu educate the dog on like this is how you live inside a house next um <clears throat> joyful canine said i don't like leash greetings at all i find they can encourage arousal on leash if anything maybe break and drop the leash to greet depends on the dog though yeah we don't do that either we have a very firm rule dogs don't meet dogs when they're um when they're working but even when they're not working you have to be super careful you have to be so careful i mean there's a like dog fights start all the time all the time or the, or a dog gets bullied all the time mm -hmm. dog gets chased too much and it doesn't want to be chased all the time there's so many variables so many variables there's you know socializing does not necessarily mean meeting it means exposing it means exposing next support the pitbulls said i would also like to add that dogs shouldn't have to carry the weight of treating the child perfectly solely on their back you should also have to teach the child how to treat dogs like not pull or hit i don't understand what that where that came from i don't either that's a given that that that's a given i don't know if you're new to our show or not i think they but, are new okay so, so, so they, welcome it's like yeah i mean like how they always will like blame the dog yeah versus. yeah no we we do a huge amount of we actually just put up there was just a video up on instagram and facebook about that but we do a huge amount of of human training family training i'm a huge advocate of that you know your your nine month old ten month old eleven month old child can understand the concept of no and you know when parents say well i always can't have my eyes on my child i'm like but you can teach your child right from wrong it from a very very early age you just have to understand you know how to teach with consequences with your child 
But we have you can you can teach your child to not get closer than a foot to your dog. We can teach your child when your dog is sleeping um, uh, to leave it alone. We do a huge amount of, of of education on that. Next, Sam Davis said, "How can I train my wife to always lock the patio doors so the dogs learn to stop trying to open them?" Well, you the, I, so Sam, training your wife first of all is not an acceptable term. Um, so how can you have a conversation with your wife? on mutually decided things that you should do for the safety of the home and the family and the dog. So that's where, um, you know, communication comes in. So you sit down um, and you talk about things. That's it. And you explain why. Um, but um, training a wife is not like words that would ever come out of my mouth. You put LOL. Oh, even with LOL, because you can't take that shit back. Oh my God, Jeff! Take a joke. I can take. I can take jokes. Ryan said, "You speak words of gold." Thanks. If I said to you, "Yeah, I got to train Joel," just I'd slap just you. Just kidding, right? Thank you. I'd literally slap you. Right. Thank you. And my point, point right there. Ryan says, "You speak words of gold." Did I read that? Yes. You did. Okay. Seven just purchased com on command. Looking forward to awesome. watching it. Yeah. Yeah. It, mm -hmm. it is. It's. It's the troubleshooting of troubleshooting courses because we get dogs like this. But we like, we don't struggle as much as this. So there's intense levels of troubleshooting that we're, we're dealing with this dog. We're being really super creative. Yeah, next. <clears throat> Joyful Canine, can you give any insight on when and how you would use head halters? You can use them anytime you, you, use them anytime you want to. The one on Cade. So, so, perfect example. So, so it's got nothing to do when we would use a head halter. You decide when you want to use a head halter. So you use a head halter on every single dog if you want. You can use a head halter on any dog at any time for anything. That's the great thing. So it doesn't make a difference what you know what we do with with them, you know, because that's not our first option. We we go through a lot of other a lot of other tools and communication devices with a dog. But every once in a while, you'll get a dog where. A head halter would be more benefit because you can control the head more. Usually, we don't have to control it as much because we can do it through our, our traditional yeah, training that we do. Head halters are like the last tool we go to. Yeah, it's bad. They're, they're it's, it's, it's huge. It's, Most dogs hate them. It's, it's a lot of compulsion. Kate Com hated. Yeah, hated the dog. It. The dog is always being theoretically pressure on. Next, um, Paula, is there information in your courses on how to teach young dogs how to meet and greet other people? Or dogs rather than charging in overexcited? Um, we're doing a socialization course, which is going to be in the um, community. Um, we talk about it a lot. I don't know if we've got a true course that hits that directly, because that's not really on our radar. Yeah. But... Um, we, I mean, we have the socialization course, which shows how dogs should meet other dogs. Right. Definitely covers that. But I don't think with people, because we're not big on people meeting our dogs. Yeah, yeah. So but the socialization course shows it with tons of dogs. Yeah, but there, but there is, if, that, if that's specifically what you wanted, if you just go onto YouTube and just, like, search for it, I'm sure you're going to come up with lots of different suggestions and then sort of, like, sift through them and feel which one actually would, you know, you feel that would work for you. Next. Shelly said, my neighbor's dog bit unprovoked the third time. The last time he jumped up and bit their seven-year-old son in the face while he was doing his homework. 
They're terrified. Two trainers told him to put, I'm assuming, put the dog down. Right, put the dog down. Well, they should be terrified because it's scary. They should actually be highly concerned about, um, you know, the child's safety. Um, if it is totally unprovoked, if the child's sitting there doing the homework, a dog walks up, bites its face. I mean, I've seen it numerous, numerous times. I've seen my fair share of bites to children, bites to the elderly, bites to an infant, actually. Um, uh, but before you, they decide to put that dog down, there's a lot of things. I can probably come up with a list of 50 just off the top of my head, which I'm not going to come up with right now, that can make that dog's um, uh, behavior totally eliminated or better. And then obviously, when we get if we get into it, I can eliminate it. You know, is it guaranteed eliminated? No, it's a dog. But we can make it so it's, you know, way, way safer that the chances of it happening are slim to none. There's so many things you can do. So many things you can do. So you can have these folks reach out if they don't want to put the dog down. Um, they can, you know, reach out. But, um, and I do one-on-one online consults. Just go to Solid Canine Academy. But I mean, I also understand why the public and their friends would say, put the dog down. I mean, I get it. Your dog's bitten your child. There is three bites, but it's the last one bit your child in the face. I understand why another, someone else would be like, you shouldn't own that dog. You should put that dog down. I mean, I do. I actually have, I, I have empathy for that. And I don't think that those people would be, are bad. And if they end up putting the dog down, I don't think they're bad people either. They've got to think of their family first. Um, they might not have the budget. They might not have the the the, the time. They might not have the um, the proper informational sources on how to stop this unwanted behavior. Most dog trainers can't stop this behavior. Next, Chris has got your public access course. Learned so much. Love the kennel. It's a place to me. Yana and I are having fun in the right mindset. Good. Appreciate you. Awesome. awesome. Good. 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 That's a good course too. Proud of you, Chris. I always forget we had that public access course. That's a good one. Do we do we make They're that really with a do we make that with the four dogs as part of that? No. No. Um, the Schnauzers, the own Bell. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. We just sort of added that. Was that the, one of the ones we added? Like, oh, let's just do a course on that. Yeah, because we had. Yeah. 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 It's a good course though. Um, David said, "I'm curious. Is Kate still going to do dog sports? I assume he did competition obedience, maybe bite work. Will that part continue?" Um, he did dog sports. He did bite work. Um, he's titled and and um, from Indonesia. And right now, it's on hold because they want to they want to take care of this. But um, if they can find a good decoy and a, or a good club, um, and as long as the club understands that everything they're doing at home is not going to ruin the dog's, you know, ability to do sport because that would be, that would be a really bad thing. So if they started doing dog sport theory in home, which increases driving dog, um, that would be bad. The last thing you want this dog to be doing is being in drive at the, inside the house or even outside your house in your driveway. Next. Okay, Wolf said, through the community, I found someone who lives close to me, and we're meeting up with our dogs tomorrow. Damn. We're each going to work on some reactivity issues, learning to ignore Awesome. This is great. That's cool. This is really great. Let us know how it goes. This is really great. Mm-hmm. This is fantastic to hear. You know how hard it is to find, like, like-minded, like-minded people. dog yeah. owners yeah. like yeah. that? Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Let's see. Cheryl, I used a head halter to let Mimi, my service dog, know. She was working as I never had her in a vest. She loved the thing. It meant going places. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, a lot of service dogs absolutely 
are trained on hand holders yeah. and they actually graduate on a head holder and then they leave them on. Um, so, I mean, there's all different, also, it also de depends on too, what kind of service dog is it? Well, what are the tasks that it needs to be doing? You know, um, so there's, 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 there's all, so many variables. There's so many variables, but as far as, you know, a true service dog, it has to be tax task command. And there's, um, so many of them are washed from organizations that don't need to be washed. They can be easily be here to be stopped. Next. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's it right now. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, if a dog, if a service dog, like, growled over the food, it's like, that, yeah, they that, wash it. They, they can, that, that can be stopped. That can be stopped, you know. Or even jumping too up much on, barking. Jumping up on people, that can be stopped. Too much barking, that can be stopped. Yeah. If you're struggling with, with behaviors, um, there's so many... Uh, so many, so many, so many um, resources out there. Excuse me, and it, it can be most things can be easily resolved. Most most unwanted behaviors can be easily. You know, it really it takes much longer to train a dog obedience to a good level than it does to stop almost every unwanted behavior. Absolutely. I mean, I can't. You know, aggression, fine. Separation anxiety, usually it takes a little bit longer. Not always, though. Many dogs, it doesn't take, many dogs, it takes one correction. That's it. Um, but teaching a reliable downstay, um, like I was at the airport uh, last night, and there was a gentleman with a, a lab who had a service dog vest on. Whether it was legitimate or not, I don't know. But usually the human has to go through first, make, sure they, get it, make sure they get a negative um alarm and then the dog goes through which usually triggers the alarm because of some equipment it has on it so um but they both went through together and then they told him obviously that's not how you do it he put the dog in he couldn't use he, he had a tent struggling to get the dog into a down and then when he walked through the dog broke it and just like went sniffing um so it's yes. like but we can get the dog to not be doing those things yeah it downs when it's told it doesn't move when it doesn't move and it doesn't have to be told not to move um and it can deal with the distractions of a of a busy airport mm -hmm. so shelly said my dog became blind and deaf later in life we call her trained her so she can run free on the beat yeah 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 and you can also use um you can also use scent so you can do um like different like if the dog you if a dog's been it definitely had its hearing and its eyes and lived in the house. Believe it or not, they can figure out a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, just don't move the furniture. That's pretty mean to do. Um, but they can figure out a lot of stuff going up and down steps. But you can also use different oils. You can be like, the back door, that smells like, you know, cinnamon. Mm -hmm. The front door, that smells like, you know, another thing. But Inikauer is great for um, uh, deaf and blind dogs. Yeah, really, really is. Next. Um, let's see. Chicago Joe says, I love your old video on how to stop dogs from jumping up on people. So that video, thank you so much, Chicago Joe. That video right there. So if you're struggling with jumping and that video doesn't work, not to say you did it wrong, but you definitely did it wrong. I mean, and I'm not saying that in a really like assholeish way, but I have a hundred percent success rate on stopping dogs from jumping that way. But that's just one small part of it. And then it's like, what happens the rest of the day? Do you get your dog overly aroused and let your dog jump on you without being told to jump on you? Because I'm not against a dog jumping on command, but just randomly jumping on people, like that's what people usually need help with. But that I have stopped, I mean, probably just about every dog, almost every dog that comes into our facility over the last 20 years and in seminars mm -hmm. jumps. So 
So yeah, that's, that's a simple thing to stop. Simple thing. So if you're struggling with it, you watch the video and you're struggling with it, you probably did something wrong. Maybe not strong enough, maybe bad timing. Um, and then also uh, over the course of the day, how much structure is in the dog's life and how much believability do you have with the dog? Next. Sam Davis said, what is the email that I got about December coaching call? Is that a group thing, a one-on-one? -on -one? Consider me sufficiently chastised. That's the coaching call in the community. We do two a month. So we have our first one of the month happening tomorrow. Got it. Yeah. It's group, but it's face-to-face. -face yeah, but it's Zoom. it's Zoom instead of this platform, instead of this platform. And people have been messaging us about the, the um, call mind command. This is what it looks like. I'm sorry, Instagram, um, but if you go to Solid K9 Academy, Solid K9 Academy, right at the top, it says Calm on Command Training um, Seminar. Click here to make your dog Calm on Command. All right? So you can click right on that, and um, it'll get you to where you need to be. Okie doke. It's also under just the courses, too. So right. you like list of all courses. You'll right. see it in there. Right. Um, let's see. Make sure I don't miss anyone on Instagram. Joyful Canine, my client has a fantastic rehab dog and wanted to sign up for agility. She was told first day to remove the e-collar and yep. leave it in the car. Yeah. They're not even allowed on the premises. Nope. Client says she's so anxious now without it. The dog is compliant, but anxious too and whining constantly. Really annoying. They can make policies like that. No tools allowed. Well, it's a private, it's, it's a private, private it's a private thing. Yeah. It's a private thing that's very common, especially they and also at AKC events, you can't do that. You can't have prong cowers, recowers, but it's their private business. Just like just like you can't smoke inside. Well, that might be a statewide national issue, but still, let's just use that as an example. Can't smoke in my house. You can't you can't you can't you can't smoke inside. So that's the rules. That's yeah, the rules. So there's the rules. There are there are one of our clients goes to an agility club and, and is, is and, all, they tools, and, right? they, and they do a lot of tools. And they do a lot of tools. Yeah. Most people will just kind of like break off and start their own. Yeah. It's like fine, then we'll, yeah. we'll do it here. Right. Um Chicago Joe says you taught me e collar and prong collar years ago. Thank you. Wow. Well um, um thanks for jumping back on the show. Yeah. I appreciate it. And and uh glad things are going well. Um Jeannie said, What's the name of the old jumping up video? I would like to see it. How to stop jumping. It's probably like on our YouTube channel. It's one of like our most watched videos. Yeah, how to stop sure. jumping. Just um, We'll try to find the link. Um, Charles said, oh, geez, the agility community is very anti-e-collar. Yes. Mm -hmm. A lot of sports are. Yeah, which is, which is they're, they're entitled to it. Ironically, a lot of those dogs are horrifically behaved. And we get a lot of them yep. where they're like, my dog won't shut up while it's like waiting for its turn. Right. So we're like, I mean, we can prove it as much as we can, but nothing beats being right there. Imagine that if you could just stop the behavior right there. So there's, if I put in, if I type in how to stop jumping on my page, the first. It's that one right there, right? One second. The first, um. The one, two, the first two videos are how to stop jumping. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Stop jumping in one second. Next. That's it. That's it. Okay. Wow. Wonderful. So we have a separation anxiety course, which will be going out in um, probably not until February, actually, um, but will be on pre-sale for January. 
right now we've got the uh, call on command course and that that one is a that one is going to help so many people with the dog's state of mind so that goes really deep really deep hmm. what else is happening the community is rocking and rolling that's good david said i have clients who ask about trick training which i'm not the guy for right you used to have a recommendation on your site. Anything these days? We have a trick training video. We just filmed the whole new trick training course, me yeah. and Courtney. Yeah. But it's only inside the community. Yeah, tell so me. You can get a monthly membership for 30 bucks. Mm -hmm. And the oh. course is in there, plus a ton of other courses. Yeah. 30 bucks. Yeah. Um, Christy, looking for a place to start with our reactive GSC. Sorry, I haven't been able to get Green to graduate yet. He's reactive on leash, as well as anytime anyone wants by the house. Is place the best place to start? No, stopping the st the best place to start in the house is to make lunging or barking at a window suck. So that's step one. Step one is to stop the unwanted behavior. Because by teaching place, that's good, but that doesn't stop the unwanted behavior. So you make you make barking out the front door suck. That's where you start. Then you're like, okay. You're inside the house, you should be in place, you should be down, or if you're walking around free, you shouldn't be getting into trouble and scanning the door, um, the windows, things like that. So stop the unwanted behavior first, then teach your dog what you want. But if you don't stop that unwanted behavior, because a lot of people will be like, oh, just teach the dog what you want it to do. That's fine, but you still have to make the unwanted behavior not acceptable. So that's important. Next. Joyful Canines at the dock diving company allows it around here, yeah. but guilts you. Her response was, I can't stop you from choosing your weapons of choice. No, that's fine. I don't, that's not necessarily a, um, a shaming um, comment at all. Um, but yeah, for dock diving, the dogs are obviously off leash and there's usually a lot of other dogs around as well um, waiting to go up. A lot of times in agility, even though the fencing is easy to get through, but there's only one dog in the um, rig. Excuse me. Oh, I feel sorry. Um, but dock diving, yeah, and then and e cows are waterproof too. Um, it's a great time to work out obedience as well, recalls. Um, Allison said, I'm hoping to binge community courses this weekend. Midway through the social media course, currently bummed I missed the live today. Is this replay in the community? Um, no, but if you signed up, or the Just, workshop, you should have, you'll get the replay. You get the replay. Maybe not till Monday, though. I know Tony's really busy this weekend, mm -hmm. but it'll go out. Um, Chicago Joe said, my Shep Malinois and Wolf are doing well. Awesome. Really, really good to hear. Let's see. Jeannie said, oh, shoot. That's because I messed up. She's like, I thought you weren't allowed to join the community right now. You can as an annual member, which works out to be even less. It's like. 25 a month when you do annual, I think, mm -hmm. something like that. But monthly memberships will monthly be... Monthly opens in January, January. so a yeah. few weeks. Yeah. Annual memberships always open, so... Um, it's stuff we're going to be... We're going to be doing that with uh, with courses, too. Uh, courses for sale for two weeks, and then it disappears. We're, just, we're experimenting with a lot, a, lot, a lot of different things. A lot of different things. Let's see. Joyful Canine said, Jeff, you need a good rest and sleep after this week. Thanks for joining tonight. You didn't have to. Well, um, I actually got decent rest out there. You didn't have to. You know, you know, me and Courtney could have held down the fort yeah, for you. I know. Okay. Well, she can have all next week. How's that? 
That's up to her. Yeah. I'll be here. I just need a different co-host, I guess. Yep, I guess so. Yep. Um, but no, it's I'm here, so I might as well do it, right? And I enjoy doing it. So I enjoy helping people. Next. Bad news is wake the fuck up, Jeff. No, you're not allowed to yawn on the show. Yeah, I know. I guess so. I guess You've so. only been up like forever. No, not forever. Cheryl says, luckily the ring sport community isn't that way. In some European countries, the e-collars are banned and they're trying to ban agitator sticks too now yep. over there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Clatter sticks too. So yeah, I mean, this is where when people um people really need to be careful on what they vote for and how they get really emotional about a lot of stuff that becomes turns into irrational behavior. Um, folks are going to be pretty soon. All dog stuff is going to be banned. Just let's keep that in mind. You know, when I say pretty soon, by the end of the century, you know what I mean. So it's like, like, but in the next twenty years, there's going to be huge dramatic changes um, in this industry. Huge dramatic changes in this industry that unfortunately is going to harm the owner. It's going to it's going to harm the owner. So. Um, it's too bad. It's too bad. They these folks truly don't want to help people. Next. David said in the Zoom you referred to the when can I stop using the e-collar? That always comes up. I tell him when you feel you're a good enough driver to cancel your insurance. Right. That's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. That's a good one. I mean, I might have to take that from you. No, but I'm there's kidding. there's no no you're not. Um I'll there, give you credit. If I ever use the elevator, that's Davidson. Right. <laughs> I mean there's What's the rush? But also, like, why? When does anyone ever say, when can I lose the martingale? Right. When can I lose the flat buckle? Right. Why don't you have your dog off leash? Mm. Um, Christy said, for sure, look at all the breed bands. Yep. I've been predicting this. Like, it's so funny because everyone thinks I'm a whack yeah, job. I've been talking about this for a very long time. Really long, and yeah, you're definitely thought to be weird. Yeah, and it's just like, and as soon as they pass the um, legislation to stop greyhound racing in Florida, everybody was happy, and I understand it. You don't, you don't feel that greyhounds should be raced. Okay, I get it, but it opens up the doors to the money funnel going into. Now these politicians' hands that are getting behind banning of dog stuff, and it's to make it easier and easier and easier. But also, people are there's other stuff that's inside these these bills that are being passed. So people have to be really careful and do do a lot of reading because um, there's been some interesting things seen in the bills. <laughs> You're like. Falling asleep over here. Yeah, no, I'm just yawning a lot. Um, Chicago Joe said your old touring update videos of you two were so good. Good job. Yeah. RV days. Yeah, those were the days. We got a couple seminars coming up. Mm, we do. We got we New, New, New Jersey. It's going to be a fun one. New Jersey, Tennessee, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, but I think there's another one. Yeah. JeffGelmanSeminars.com. Yep. Yeah, so Chicago and Tennessee are like they're selling quick. Yeah, so. but the New Jersey one's fun because it's right on the Philly border. Mm -hmm. It's in a great little location. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Mm -hmm. That's it. All right, everybody, we're in the show right now. Hope everyone has a fantastic evening. 
we'll see everybody on Monday. And don't forget tomorrow, if you're part of the community, we'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. And then also go to Solid Canine Academy, Solid Canine Academy, because um, there's some fantastic, fantastic fun stuff um, uh, that we've got as far as courses. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.